The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo, $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. Make sure you check out SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge. There's $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the props contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network here. Friday night show for a a big 14-game slate on Saturday. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert, with my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Doing all right, doing all right. Uh, looking forward to the weekend. We got the big game, the Super Bowl on Sunday, and a massive slate of NHL. And we got a nice UFC slate as well, a pay-per-view card uh, with uh, Makachev and Volkanovski headlining. That'll be fun. Uh, but also coming down with a bit of a virus, so uh, hopefully I'm not coughing the whole damn show. Yeah, uh, I got, got got golf going on as well. I got uh, John Ram in sec- tied for second place right now. I got a, got a got a bet on him, so we'll see if he he comes through. Beautiful day today in Philadelphia. It's always sunny here, especially when the birds are in the big game, as you mentioned. Uh, but yeah, it was like 60 degrees today, which is insane for, for February. But uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's finally tonight. warming up here. Yeah, we we, it's we never too we, cold for too long. We didn't get any snow here at all, at all this winter. I'm just I'm expecting like a blizzard like in April for no fucking reason. <laughs> all right, though tonight's betting for me isn't going too well. We'll we'll see uh, how this maybe the ducks can quack for me on on a on the uh, big underdog money line here. But yeah, before we get into things here, make sure you are subscribed and listening on the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed wherever you listen to your podcast, and make sure you're uh, have auto downloads on so you get those uh, episodes automatically when we release them sometimes they're they're later at night so you can have them first thing in the morning and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review while you're at it on uh, apple and spotify those uh those reviews go a long way and uh yeah check out the discord as well sg.pn slash discord bunch of guys in there just just going off bunch of bunch of new faces old faces it's always a good time in there so uh check out the discord and uh yeah follow us on twitter as well at hockey sgpn all right uh Forgot about this to mention this before the show to you, but what do you think about the uh, big Vladimir Tarasenko trade to the Rangers? No, uh, yeah, it's looking good already. I think he scored today already against mm-hmm. the Kraken. Um, yeah, it seemed like a good deal for the Rangers, but uh, like I've been saying now for a bit, it's it's a it's a buyer's market with how many shitty teams there are, and they're all trying to get bad real fast to to get. Uh, one of the excellent draft picks. So yeah, look out for the, for the uh, the vultures that are the good teams picking off uh, the bad teams' best players at a reduced rate. 
Yeah, I, I was looking at some uh, Rangers futures today. I think they're around 17, 18 to 1 to win the cup, which, you know, with Shesterkin there and that, I got another another sniper there with Tarasenko, scored like three minutes into his first game here. Maybe uh, watch out for them, especially with Jack Hughes going down for the uh, Devils. Did you happen to see what Patrick Kane said today about the trade? I've, I forgot. I, I heard about it, but I have my memory of a fish. He said, it's not like the happiest I've, I've been to hear about a trade. I think the Rangers are a team that you definitely pay attention to and definitely are intrigued by for obvious reasons. Ah, so he and wanted to go there. He he clearly wanted hadn't had an <laughs> eye on the Rangers there. But you know what? Maybe you should have thought about that earlier and not waited until the trade deadline. Because, I mean, now we've seen Horvat and, and Tarasenko both traded a month, weeks before the trade deadline. So you wonder if, like, teams aren't going to wait and try to drop, drop the bidding war there. I saw today, I think... I think it was Friedman. I'm not entirely sure. And his podcast said that um, the Devils have told the Sharks that whatever offer they get for Timo Meyer, go to them before they accept it. Cause hmm. See if they can beat it. So you got Meyer out there still. You got Kane. You got you got Taves could could be dealt. So going to be a, an active NHL trade deadline. I don't know if it'd be as active as the uh, NBA one, but should be a uh, exciting few weeks here. Yeah, the the deadline day itself, I don't think will be what it once was uh, with all these deals getting done beforehand. But uh, with how many trades left to be done, I think that it'll be better than last year. I think last year there was like literally nothing on the on the deadline day with the uh, with that that big deal. Like I don't remember which one getting done the night before. Um, so yeah, they're gonna have to fill up those eight hours with uh, some kind of content. Yeah, that was Giroux got traded like the night before, or it was like rumored a few nights before. And I forgot who else the other big name was last deadline. But but yeah, it seems like the trade deadline, like you wake up early, put on Trade Center, you wait for things to happen, and then just it's a bunch of nothing or a bunch of like minor trades that happen. But exactly. All right, let's uh, get into it here. We got a big 14 game slate. Before we get into it, though, let's uh, shout out our sponsor, WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet's active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offers subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play through is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's get into this uh, big 14-game slate on Saturday, February 11th. <laughs> Got uh, quite a few day games tomorrow. I think six starting at either noon or 1230 Eastern time, or, or then they got the lightning at one. So let's get the, into those right, right now. Kicking it off, the Vancouver Canucks at the Detroit Red Wings. Only game at the 12 o'clock docket here. Uh, Red Wings are minus 140 at home. Canucks are plus 120, over under at six and a half, overpaying off minus 115, under at minus 105. Uh, how you feeling about the Canucks tomorrow? Uh, yeah, they're they're playing a bit better under Tockett, still having the same defensive struggles that they did under Boudreaux, but I'm sure he'll get that turnaround eventually, uh, probably during the offseason when he can get an actual uh, player to play defense. Um, so, yeah, they gave up like five goals to the Islanders, but they, they still won the game because they scored six, and they're, they're playing okay. So I, I like the way that they're going. 
And the Red Wings, meanwhile, are going the other way after another good start of the year. They they definitely tailed off. Uh, yeah, they had a nice low-scoring win against the Flames the other day. Um, but that's that's why they win games because they're they're not scoring many goals these days. So yeah, uh, give me give me the Canucks here plus one twenty. Um, slightly into the over six and a half. I know the Red Wings have problem scoring, but at the same time. Um, the Canucks can't, you know, can't can't do anything to uh, to stop another team's offense. So it doesn't matter who who they're they're playing. Uh, they're likely going to score about at least two or three goals on them. Yeah, I'm leaning there both both ways right there with you. I like like the Canucks here had that uh, come from behind win against the Islanders with Bavilia getting that revenge goal. I think Horvat also scored in that game. Before that, though, they, they took the Rangers, lost by one, uh, 4-3, took the Devils to overtime, first game back from the break. Meanwhile, yeah, Detroit won 2-1 against Calgary, but got outshot 36-17 as my, as my lock. The Flames lost on uh, Thursday. They lost 5-2 to Edmonton. So, yeah, I lean to Vancouver here. And, yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd have to play the over given uh, Spencer Martin against against Billy Husso has having two pretty bad goalies. And both of these teams do have – some talent up front, even with uh, Horvat gone. Uh, Lucas Raymond is questionable. I want. I meant to bring him up last show with the uh, 2020 redraft because I think he'll he'll definitely be up top there. We'll see if he's playing tomorrow against Vancouver. Horvat actually scored twice against the Islanders, but uh, the first one was ruled off for goalie interference. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's he's clearly doing his part to help that uh, Islanders offense get going because um yeah they 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 showed out quite a bit for him, but. Yeah, it's working out so far for them. Well, they, they still lost, but uh, at least they're getting some goals. Yeah. Speaking of those Islanders, they are uh, right down here at next at 1230. New York Islanders at the Montreal Canadiens. I realize this is already out of order from what I sent you before. Uh, Islanders, game itself is in Montreal. Canadians are plus 170. Islanders are minus 200. Over-unders at six. Overpaying off minus 105. Underpaying off minus 115. Uh, I think this is a game here where you have to bite the bullet, maybe drink the juice there and just take the aisles at minus 200 or, or find a way to take them either in regulation or if you can do the puck line with a team like the aisles. It's going to be Montreal's first game this month after having 10 days off for their break. Went to the break losing four straight, uh, including back-to-back losses against Ottawa. They're not a good team. They're they're the walking walking dead at this point. So the Islanders, you know, they're they're pushing for a playoff spot. Just had a, a tough loss against Vancouver. So they have a chance here to get two points. I think they're going to do it. So regulation probably minus one forty around there is probably what I'd go with in this one. Forgot to mention my line for the Canucks game. It's mm-hmm. actually Red Wings are only favored by minus one hundred one. So uh, quite a bit of value here on this number, and I do expect the Canucks to get the money. As for this one, this brings me uh, to a, a, a point, a, a theme of today's games. Um, a lot of these teams are coming off of their their break where they're they're not allowed to to practice, so they're going to be uh, very rusty. And meanwhile, they're 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 playing teams that uh, that have um, been been uh, grinding away the whole week, so they're 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 ready to go. They got their kinks out of the system. So the, that's one of these cases here. The Islanders have been playing, playing pretty decent hockey too. So uh, yeah, give me the Isles here, minus 200. Uh, my number is minus 223. So that's the side. And then with that advantage, I, I do think that uh, that will be factored in more and more as more money comes in and these lines adjust. So uh, look for those teams to uh, 
to get the line movement. Um, yeah, and uh, the Canadians, they're still injured as all hell. They've got the longest uh, list of injured names here. So, yeah, Islanders here are uh, the desperate team. They've won, what, five of the past seven, six of the past seven, something like that. So, yeah, again, give me the Islanders here. Yeah, I, I looked up their regulation is uh, minus 125, minus 130. So I like that, like that even more at, at that price. All right, another uh, 12:30 game here. We got the Nashville Predators at the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Uh, Flyers are plus 120. Predators are minus 140. Over/unders at six. Overpaying off plus 100. Underpaying off minus 120. Joel, this this Flyers point total under bet is just gonna gonna kill me the rest of the season. The Flyers beat Edmonton in a shootout somehow. Other night, uh, Hyman scored to give the Oilers a lead in the third period, but that was called back for goal interference. John Tortorella is just getting the most out of this group, and that's why I'm taking the under here. The Flyers have gone under in four straight. Carter Hart really showed out in that game against the Oilers. Uh, I think he's a nod. He's, he's not, not a fraud as of now. And also, uh, UC Saros also gets the nod there. So two good goalies. Uh, should be a sleepy game early there in Philadelphia. And, yeah, Flyers are going to play Loctite defense with, with Tortorella, and it's going to be a, a slow, boring game. So the under six at minus 120 is my play here. Yeah, my lock was the was the Oilers in that, that Flyers game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so the Flyers continue to fuck me. It's a two-year thing. I think it's like a three-year thing now at this <laughs> point. Um, terrible stuff. Uh, so yeah, that, that's why I'm going to just, uh, pass the game. I, I more or less agree with what you're saying. I don't think that the Predators are, uh, they had a terrible game against the Knights. I think they only got like 16 shots on that. Um, uh, not very good. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, pass the game. My number is minus 138 for the Preds. So yeah, uh, I got nothing, to, nothing to say about your damn team. All right. Hopefully, most of the people are listening to this. I mean, the game may have already started and been over already, so it doesn't doesn't really mean too much if we pass these early games. But uh, another twelve thirty game here. A bunch of four twelve thirty games on the docket. We got uh, Edmonton at Ottawa. Uh, the Senators are plus one twenty five. Oilers are minus one forty five. Over under six and a half. Over paying off minus one twenty five. Uh, under plus one oh five. What do you got for this one? Oilers well, are. Uh... A hot team, and they had a little slip up against the aforementioned Flyers, but uh, they're still rolling along, um, getting some goaltending, getting a bit better defense, and the, 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 the goals are still there. So, yeah, give me the Oilers here. This is another one of those situations where the, the rested team is coming up against the, let's say it, the, uh, the, the team that's been at war for a week, <clears throat> the warrior team, I don't know. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, yeah, give me the Oilers here. What's my number? Minus one forty-one. So uh, just give me that 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 advantage with the uh, that trend. I, I I know somebody's mentioned this before. Um, um, the, 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 these teams have done extremely well uh, playing teams coming off the the bye week and whatever. But it's a bit different this year. There's only uh, two weeks. Like I think before it was like three or four weeks where they they took clusters of teams. This year, it seems like uh, they took half half the teams took this week off, and half the teams took last week off. So uh, doing it a bit differently. I think I prefer it this way. Uh, get all the teams back together. Get them going again. Uh, anyway, I also like the over six and a half. Uh, both teams are excellent power plays. They're actually number one and number two, and uh, average penalty kills. So uh, I like to see some power play goals here and goals in general. So uh, or there's in the over. 
Yeah, I, I, those those are both my plays. I've already bet both of them. I don't understand this line for Edmonton. They, they can win on the road. They're 16-7-2. Ottawa, you know, that, that breaks killed their momentum. They won four straight going into it, including against Toronto and against the Islanders. So, yeah, Senators are, I mean, Edmonton's a much better team than the Senators. Um, first half of back-to-back for Edmonton, so it could be Skinner or Campbell. But I saw something that like, Campbell's done, like, really well recently. So, Maybe the Oilers would go, go from having uh, no goalies to having, to having two decent ones for them. So, yeah, Oilers, I got them at minus 137, minus 145. I'll probably play them up to minus 155 even. And the over, it's just uh, Edmonton's one of the best over teams in the league, only behind the Sharks. And uh, the Senators don't exactly have Carter Hart there. And they'll have Anton Forsberg with 3-1-3 uh, goals against and 9.05 save percentage. So, yeah, Edmonton, the over, two easy plays for me there. And last 12:30 game, we got the Calgary Flames at the Buffalo Sabers. Game itself is in Buffalo. Sabers are plus 100, 110. Uh, Flames are minus 130. Over under at six and a half. Over paying off minus 115. Under paying off minus 105. Uh, another game here where, where the Flames have played since the break, and the the Sabers have are coming off that that bye week off, but. The Flames have not done much to to, to impress me here. They they lost in Detroit. Just, like, they outshot them 36-17. Like they dominated that game, but they, they couldn't. Special teams was a difference there. Uh, intense game at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers. Lost in overtime. So so maybe the Flames are, are going to be more ready than than the, than the Sabers are. But I think Buffalo's a good young team that they'll they'll get it get their legs right right back at it. So I, I don't mind Buffalo here as home dogs at plus 110, especially because Calgary is 10, 9, and 8 on the road. So maybe even look at a, a sprinkle the tie here. Uh, Non-conference non, non game, so doesn't matter if, if they get the point for the, the standings. So yeah, I'm going to sprinkle the tie, and I will uh, throw a small bet on the Sabres as well. Yeah, this this is a, a game that I would avoid. My, my line is minus 131 for the Flames. But uh, they, they've screwed me over a bunch this year as well. Kind of the opposite of the Flyers because I've been betting on them, whereas I've been <laughs> betting against the Flyers. Uh, and, yeah, they, they screwed us once again there against the Red Wings. Uh, so at that, that this one I would pass. But given that that angle I mentioned of the uh, the, the, the rusty team, uh, I've got I got to back the Flames one more time. Hopefully they get their road trip going. Um yeah, you can't lose to the fucking Red Wings when you're trying to make the playoffs. And I, I know they, uh, Rasmus Anderson got hit on his scooter or something. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's out, I think. And But they got Chris Tanev back, and that's that's massive for him. They have a, a losing record when he's not in the lineup, so uh, important getting him back. Uh, so, yeah, give me the flames here, but uh, not too confident on it. And uh, slightly into the over, but uh, the Flames are an excellent defensive team. They're having trouble scoring these days, but uh, and they're they're getting some better goaltending. But uh, it's a Sabres game, so that that's where I look by nature. Uh, over six and a half lean, stronger lean into the Flames money line. All right, uh, going down to one o'clock now. We got a uh, Stanley Cup final rematch from a few years ago: Tampa Bay Lightning at the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Stars are minus one fifteen. Lightning are minus one hundred five. Over unders at six. Over paying off plus one hundred. Under at minus one twenty. Uh, what do you got for this this one here? This is a an intriguing game with uh, teams that are playing well. Well, other than that that 
lightning loss to the Panthers, like seven to one. Um, but then the uh, the uh, the Lightning got their revenge against the Avs, beating them five nothing. Um, couldn't get one more goal though for the for my older. Um, not their fault though when the fucking Avs don't score one goal, one measly goal. Uh, but for this one, uh, I mean, this is an intriguing game, like I said, but uh, it's it's a tight one. I've got Lightning at minus 108 favorites. So it's uh, really, really damn close for me. Uh, I, I do lean in the Lightning, though. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why exactly, but I do. <laughs> well, the Lightning, the Lightning are the better team here. And, uh, and the, the, the home ice, I guess the Stars are a pretty decent home team, but... Man, this might have to be another pass game because uh, it's it's a toughie. But uh, I'll I'll say the Lightning for the show purposes. Yeah, I, I don't have a, a side play in this game. I would probably lean to the Lightning as the quote unquote dog at, at only minus one hundred five. Like you said, I think they are the better team, but the Stars are just so good at home, fifteen five and six, and Tampa's only twelve and twelve on the road. But I do like the uh, under here quite a bit. You got Vasilevsky against Jake Ottinger, who is quietly. Could be threatening Linus Allmark for the uh, Vesna. Allmark has a 1.9 goals against. Ottinger's right behind him, 2.22. Allmark's at 937 save percentage, and Ottinger is at 926. So I love the under here. Dallas is one of the, the best under teams in the league. And the Lightning, you know, Vasilevsky is Vasilevsky. So could see a low-scoring game here. Like the under six at minus 120. And, yeah, slightly into Tampa if I had to play aside. Going down to 3.30 here, we got a a potential first-round matchup. Washington Capitals at the Boston Bruins. Uh, Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins are minus 190. Capitals are plus 160. Over-under is at 6. Over minus 115. Under is minus 105. Um, Yeah, this is another game where you may just have to to bite the bullet, take the Bruins uh, on the juice. But both teams coming off that bye week, so no, uh, no advantage there, but the advantage just lies at home ice with Boston 22, one and three at home, Washington 13, 12 and three on the road, uh, Boston one in Washington. They're only meeting this season back in October. Uh, just a better team for Boston. I, I don't think Nebraska still out for them. Nothing else major. Uh, Tom Wilson, John Carlson still out for, and Connor Brown, of course, from relief after the season for the Capitals. Uh, Caps are 0 and seven, their last seven games following a win. Interesting trend there, but, not even looking at that trend. Uh, Got to take Boston here at home at minus one ninety. Maybe, maybe do a, a Boston and uh, Islanders p word if you want to. If you want to get that get that juice down a little bit to get the plus odds. <clears throat> what I'm planning to do here is just bet the the Bruins in regulation at what minus one twenty minus one fifteen. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, I'm not super confident in it. Uh, but uh, my line is Bruins minus 178. But like you said, missing Carlson, missing Wilson. Carlson is massive. Uh, he's uh, definitely their most, I think he's most, their most important player overall. Uh, the way the way that they, uh, they run the power play, that's so important for them. And uh, that their lack of proper defenseman behind him. So with missing Carlson is huge. That explains a lot why they've been struggling lately. And, uh, yeah, the Bruins are just uh, the Bruins. They should be prepared for this. Uh, I expect uh, them to carry over their uh, first half of the season success into the second half, and that starts with this one. But uh, I'm not going to risk the minus 190. I'm just going to play a smaller bet on uh, Bruins regulation at minus 115. 
Yeah, minus one fifteen. That, that's a great price. I, I did not realize it was that low, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be on that as well. Uh, for the record, Boston on three days rest or more this season is five two and two. Washington is, is two and one. So Boston's familiar with uh with these situations. Um, all right, let's uh, shout out the uh, big game here, big game bingo. Make sure to sign up on the SGPN app and get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets. If you get bingo, you'll win a $57 SGPN gift card. Only catch is you must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. And in honor of the big game, SGPN is hosting a prop bet contest. Make your picks for 57 different prop bets. The winner will get $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. All of our contests are free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, moving down here to uh, 6 o'clock, we got the Colorado Avalanche at the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Panthers are minus 125. Avs are plus 105, over-unders at 6.5, both paying off minus 110. Uh, can the Avs bounce back here in Florida? I sure hope so. Uh, that was a very weak effort there in Tampa. Um, yeah, they just left the goaltender out to dry, didn't, didn't produce much offensively. And uh, the Panthers, meanwhile, they just uh, they had a very awesome game against uh, the Lightning, of course, seven to one victory. But then they they lost to the Sharks, who are quietly having a very good month uh, in the past 15 games. They are third overall in terms of uh, expected goals for percentage in the whole league. So uh, a bit of a wild card there. The Sharks don't know what they're doing. Everyone else is doing the spark thing and losing, but uh, here they are going out and, uh, and playing too damn good hockey. So anyway. Not talking about the Sharks here, the Panthers. Um, yeah, it, this is a this is a pretty close one as well. My line is uh, Panthers minus one hundred seven. So give me a few more cents and I'll play the Avs. But uh, the reason why they're dogs is because Kale McCarr got decked by that scumbag Jeff Carter, uh, hit to the head, blindsided. Flyers legend Jeff Carter. Yeah, yeah, Kings legend too. Uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, no penalty on the play. I, I don't know. I didn't want a suspension, but at least a two-minute penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's that's why this is what it is. Uh, Josh Manson is getting healthier, but he's he's uh, he's on the trip, but he's not playing for some reason. I don't know why. Like, uh, is he with the dads on the on the dad trip, or <laughs> just sitting up there in the press box? I don't see the point of him going if he's not going to play. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously, uh, still hurting now with Macaro. Um, so it's it's a close one. I, if I get plus one ten, I'll play the Avs, but at plus one hundred five, it's just it's right on the edge there before uh, before I play it. Yeah, you got a key injury on both sides with Makar out. Uh, Barkov, oh, yeah, Barkov, right? Barkov's questionable that. with a hand injury. Evan Rodriguez got hit hit in the face with a puck last game, so he's questionable. I'd imagine he pain tolerance if he can just get a shot and put a put a cage on, he'll be fine. But uh, slight correction there, the Sharks beat the Lightning, and then they, they played the Panthers tough. It was 2-1 up until late in the third period. They scored two empty net goals to make it 4-1. Oh, so, what? <laughs> so, so so Florida's now, yeah, 2-0 since the All-Star break, outscoring teams 11-2. I mean, even one of them was the Sharks, so not too much into that. But, yeah, Colorado has not won since the All-Star break. I, I, I lean to Florida here, minus 125. I bet them at minus 118. I'd probably still bet him here at minus 125. Uh, for a total, uh, I, I guess lean to the no. I, I'm not even putting a total play out there. I'm I'm passing on the total. Give give me the uh, the Panthers here at minus 125. 
I told you I had the memory of a fish. Oh, yeah. I thought that it was the fucking uh, Panthers they beat, but uh, all the Florida teams are, are the same anyway. I mean, other than, uh, you know, the three Stanley Cups, but uh, <laughs> other than that, they're both irrelevant <laughs> Southern teams. Going down to uh, 7 o'clock, we've got a rematch of tonight's game. Columbus Blue Jackets at the Toronto Maple Leafs game itself is in Toronto this time. Maple Leafs are minus 315 on the money line. Puck line, they're minus 135. Uh, Blue Jackets are plus 260 on the money line. Puck line is plus 115. Over under 6.5, both paying off uh, minus 110 here. You have to you have to take Toronto. They, they shut out... Um, Columbus tonight in Columbus, three nothing. Got two goals in the third to pull away there. It was it was Columbus's first game since the break. It was also Toronto's as well. So good to see them get the win. I guess I guess the really the question mark is Joseph Wall in in net Wall Wall whatever. Uh, I saw he did well at the AHL All Star Skills Competition. Saw some highlights about that. Um, his numbers this year. In the AHL, 930s. He's 13 and 1, 236 goals against, 930 percentage. So he has some NHL experience as well. Last year, played in four games, 911 save percentage. Yeah, so there's no reason to not go with the Leafs here, besides the fact that it's minus 315. Maybe take the puck line, minus 135. Um, maybe look at look at a race to four, depending on what, what that's at, or, or a team total. Gonna be Merz Leakins in net. He's has a 4.42 goals against and a 870 save percentage. So it's finding the money here with the Leafs, which either is either going to be just the puck line minus 135 or a uh, team total. Yeah, of course this uh, game app, but tonight I bet the over six and a half. It ended up being a three nothing win for the Leafs. But there were uh, I think 71 shots on goal, so it was uh, more about the goalies playing well than uh, the defense. That's for sure. So uh, I'm going to go back to the well with the over. We got the the worst goalies in net for both teams. Uh, maybe Joseph Wall comes in. He's been uh, very good in the HL. Uh, I think he was he was uh, one of the all-stars of the HL All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Blue Jackets, Merzlikens, has been just brutal this year. We've been over that. Corpus has been a bit better. Um, so, yeah, give me the over, over six and a half here. Just uh, yeah, Blue Jackets defense is terrible. And then... Austin Matthews being out is important, I guess, but uh, uh, he does a lot of things defensively as well, so uh, could be feeling that loss um, too. So uh, give me the over six and a half here for the side. My my line is uh, minus three thirty four for the Leafs. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm not touching the side here. Just I, I can see the Blue Jackets uh, doing some damage because the Leafs, you know how they uh, tend to sleepwalk through these these games against bad opponents. Obviously, they did today at a good game, but uh, asking them to do that twice in a row, I don't know if they're professional enough for that. So, uh, yeah, just give me the over six and a half. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Leafs are five, one and one on no day's rest this season. Columbus is two and seven. So that, that, I, I think I think they get it done here. Um, all right. Going down again, seven o'clock. We've got the New York Rangers at the Carolina Hurricanes game itself is in Carolina. Hurricanes are minus two ten. On the money line, puck line is plus 115. Rangers are plus 180 on the money line. Their puck line is minus 135. Over-under is at 6. Overpaying off, minus 125. Under is at plus 105. Uh, what do you got for this matchup here? I know I've said in the past that uh, we don't understand why the, the lines open up so short from teams in the back-to-back uh, who will likely be paying their, their lesser goalie. 
But in this case, uh, I think it's too far that way. I mean, my line line is only Carolina minus 144. And uh, obviously, it's going to be Halak in net almost certainly, uh, which is Sturkin playing tonight. Um, but uh, Halak's been okay. He's been a lot better this season than he was uh, with the uh, the Canucks last year. That's for sure. He's about a 900 goalie right now. Um so yeah, Rangers here plus 180. I think that's that's too high, even even on the back to back, even uh, with uh, their lesser goalie in net, and uh, the Hurricanes, of course, are coming off that 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 break. So uh, Rangers here plus 180. That's that's my play. Uh, slight lean to the over too, with with Hawk in net and the Hurricanes struggles with their goaltending lately. Uh, I don't mind the over here um, too. I'm looking a lot of overs this week, and it's kind of killing me. I'm not not doing too well with them. But uh, I can't help but uh, play what I see. So, yeah, uh, give me the Rangers and the over. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at this game initially. I was like, I, I, I was thinking I, you have to take Carolina with, with Rangers on a back-to-back. Rangers, um, yeah, back-to-back with, with their worst goalie in net. But, yeah, this this line is just way too high. Rangers are 4-4 four and four on no days rest. That's that's fine. That's that's 500. That's uh, better than, should be better than plus 180 there. Rangers completely healthy, rejuvenated after getting the Tarasenko trade. Uh, beat Seattle pretty handily tonight, six three. Short short flight down to uh, Carolina for another night game. Yeah, I think there's value here on the Rangers plus one eighty. But I would also look at uh, Rangers puck line plus one and a half at minus one thirty five. I think this could be a close game. Could very well go to overtime between these uh, two teams that met up in the playoffs last year with the Rangers besting the Hurricanes. Rangers beat the Hurricanes 5-3 as well. Uh, outshot them 31-23 in that game on January 3rd at home. So could see them getting it done here again. Plus 180 is just just way too much. So I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you uh, uh, with the Rangers. And I'd probably lean to the, to the under for, for a total, but I don't have a strong, strong play there. All right, going down to the uh, 8 o'clock slot, we got the Arizona Coyotes at the St. Louis Blues. Uh, game itself is in St. Louis. Blues are minus 180. Coyotes are plus 155. Over-under is at 6.5. Over-paying off plus 100. Under is at minus 120. Uh, Coyotes have been that team that they, they've been going to war. I think they uh, they are losing right now in Chicago, 3-2. have taken an early lead. Beat Minnesota, 3-2 earlier this week. Blues went into the break losing five straight. They got O'Reilly out. Buchnevich is out. They got Krug back, though. Robert Thomas is the other guy out for them. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think the, the Blues should be minus 180 here coming off the break. Coyotes have been playing decent hockey, probably better than they, they should have as of late. So I think if you go anyway in this, in this game, you have to go to the uh, Desert Dogs. Yeah, I lean that way as well. Um yeah, it'll be Vimalkin out there for the Coyotes, who's uh, still a better goalie, I think, than Connor Ingram, even though Ingram has been pretty hot the past month. Um, and, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, they will likely lose to the Blackhawks, which is not a good uh, not a good omen for their uh, game here to, I guess, <laughs> against the Blues. Um but, uh, yeah, it's another one of those games where the, the rest of the team is going against the Warrior team. So we're going with the Warrior team, plus 155. This one could go up a little bit. Uh, I'm not positive about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, my line is minus 163 for the Blues. But uh, I don't really um, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's another uh, one where I'm not too confident in. But give me the give me the Yotes and uh, uh, slightly into the under six and a half at minus one twenty. Uh, just so uh, Terrence, thank you for providing that though that that goal scoring and uh, the Coyotes having uh, their better goalie in net. I think the uh, under six and a half here is uh, is the play with the total being a little little too high. Or the blue, I guess the Blues kind of have to wave the white flag on this season. They're, they're so far out of the playoffs, but I, I don't. But I don't know if they have like any other potential trade pieces. I'm not sure if you've heard anything. Well, Ryan O'Reilly is the the big one. Um, another thing too is that Bushnevich and Ryan O'Reilly are both slated to come back. So that 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 are they? They're both questionable. But, okay. Uh, I think that this was the timeline that they'd be back after the Ultra. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is not freaking excellent <laughs> this, intel this is, area. This is not intel. It's just speculation. No, exactly. That's all. That's all my intel is. I'm just. I'm just telling you what I heard. Um, so yeah, that that could drive the lineup for the for the Yotes to get a better price. Okay. I mean, covers here says O'Reilly and Butchnevich are both late February, so so they may may not be back yet. But uh, well, I, I still. What I'm I reading still, is. Uh, go ahead. Expected to be out until at least February 11th. So I don't know. All right. Yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows? I, either way, I, I think the line will probably move that way with Arizona losing tonight and it being a back-to-back. But yeah, as you said, with like with with your line and that, that you have, your numbers you have for the game, like there's so many factors that go into it, especially now with the teams after the break, the team have injuries and shit. So as we said on Monday, tread lightly here. Uh, it's, but it's been a tough week for some of us. Definitely. Going down to the uh, eight o'clock slot again. Here we got the. Oh, the Oats just tied it though. Two minutes left, Ooh. three three. <laughs> maybe maybe that'll uh, spur them to, to win tomorrow too. We got the uh, Devils at the Minnesota Wild. Wild are minus one twenty. Devils are plus one hundred. Over unders at six. Over plus one hundred. Under minus one twenty. Uh, I have a pretty strong lean on this game, but I, I want to see what, what you have to say. <clears throat> This is another one where uh, the injury, where an injury comes into play here, uh, with uh, Jonas Brodin, who's who's quietly one of the best defensive defenders in the league. Uh, he's still questionable for this one. He's missed the last couple of games, and uh, the Wild are pretty horrible without him. Uh, but if he's in, I, I like the under six quite a bit. I don't expect that him being in will move the line too much, but uh, I do want that information before I play the under. Uh, because it's it's so important. And then the Devils too, without Jack Hughes, uh, not much. Um, they they don't have a lot of offense going on right now. They're still playing okay defensively, and the goaltending has been better than it has been uh, over uh, uh, in a while, anyway. So uh, yeah, I like I like the uh, the under six here, especially if Brodine plays. Probably only going to bet this if I see Brodine is starting. Uh, for a side though, I mean my my line is minus one hundred two. That's uh, with uh, Brodeen playing, so if anything, I, I would lean to the to the Devils here, plus 100. Just um, yeah, the Wild have a had a rough week, and um, Devils are they're they're still hanging on. They're not playing their best hockey right now, but they're they're still hanging in there. And uh, it's more of what we can say for the Wild, who have lost uh, three straight, I believe. Have you already you already worked in the uh, Hughes injury to your numbers? Yeah. Yeah, when you started saying like, "Oh, there's a big injury," I, I thought you were going to Hughes. You like, you went to Brodine. I'm like, oh, "Okay, that that, that that works too." But 
Yeah, I, I'm. I, I like the Devils here. Even without Hughes, they beat Seattle three-one uh, on Thursday. Uh, they they got past Vancouver on uh, Monday or Tuesday, five-four in overtime. So I think the Devils plus one hundred. They're still. They're not the Miami Dolphins just yet, as Talon says. They're still still a good hockey team, especially on the road. They're nineteen three and two. Minnesota is 15-9-1 at home, so not exactly dominant. And as we said last show, Marc-Andre Fleury is the new gray bush. The Wild have gotten outscored 12-4 uh, to four in their three games since the break by Arizona, Dallas, and Vegas. Haven't scored more than two goals in a game here, so love the Devils here. I got them plus 105. Love them just as much at a plus 100. I still don't get that Miami Dolphins thing uh I don't know, not so they're, they're they're good. They they they're, weren't good last year. That's the only comparison. They're 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 good in the regular season, but they're either going to fade off before the playoffs or they're just going to lose in the playoffs. And hey, I got I got to get talent props. Uh, he called he called Vegas last year before everyone else did. I, I was looking for some odds for the uh, Devils to miss the playoffs, but I could not find it. Let me see if let me see if they're up now. Because they're, they're going to make the playoffs. Don't waste any time. <laughs> they they'll likely lose in the first round because. Uh, well, I mean, not likely, but they're going to play a damn good team in the either the Rangers or the Hurricanes, most likely. So, uh, yeah, they can easily lose in the first round, but uh, no, they're not missing the playoffs. I'll, yeah, I'll mean, give you, I'll give you a better number than whatever you get there. <laughs> the uh, the Rangers, Rangers Devils is pretty much locked in there as the two three in in the Metro, which is what what have have some people saying that like they should go back to the one to eight. I think someone over the Ulster breaks some like prominent player. I don't know if it was Crosby or Ovechkin or someone like that said they'd happier to go, go back to one to eight. Cause yeah, the, the, the matchups are pretty much locked in unless the devils catch the hurricanes, which I, I guess they can, but the hurricanes are, are minus 400 there. Um, yeah, still no devil's line to miss the playoffs. When, the, when that comes up, I'm, I'll, I'll uh, put it in the discard. Okay. <laughs> Going down to uh 10 o'clock here. I got two, one game, 10 o'clock, one game, 10.30. 10 o'clock, uh, Chicago Blackhawks at the Winnipeg Jets. Game is in Winnipeg. Jets are minus 325 on the money line. On the puck line, they're minus 130. Blackhawks are plus 270 on the money line. Puck line is plus 110. Overrunners at 6.5, overpaying off plus 100. Under is at minus 120. Another one of these games where the Blackhawks have been playing all week. They're currently still playing. I uh, headed to overtime against the Coyotes. They went to overtime against the Ducks as well and lost at home in their other game. Winnipeg was up and down before the break. They, they won against St. Louis in their last game after losing three straight. But, um, yeah, I can't lay minus 325. I'd may, maybe just give plus 270 on the Blackhawks, sprinkle that just to have a fun bet. But I like the under here. Uh, Winnipeg is, is the best under team in the league. They've only gone over in 14 games this season. Getting it at six and a half and not just six is is great. Uh, I love that. Uh, minus 120 there. So uh, love the under and Winnipeg. Maybe take them regulation or, or, or minus one and a half if, if you want to get that juice down a bit. But I, I'm just taking the total. Yeah, this is uh, the only one of the games that I'm not playing blindly like that. Uh, Rusty versus Warrior team angle. So it's just uh, the Blackhawks have been, um, yeah, an abysmal team. They had a nice run there in the uh, the West Coast, that beating the, the uh, two of the three teams, Bank, the Canucks, Flames, and Oilers. I can't remember which one beat them, but anyway, they, they were playing okay there. But then the, the the break came, and I don't expect them to 
to uh, continue that play on, uh, which was largely unsustainable. So yeah, give me the, give me the uh, give me the under two under six and a half. Um, uh, it's it's a uh, it's not always another thing too with the we we forgot to get into this where the, the team has to cross the border on a back to back oh the rest yeah. of the team. I forgot to do that over the break, but I'll get on that. Um, so yeah, give me the uh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the the Jets minus one and a half minus one thirty. Uh, I think that they can crush the Hawks here fairly comfortably. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that that under is a decent play as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's just a lean, though. I don't have a strong argument for it. Yeah. Uh, all right, going on to the final game on the docket, 10.30 p.m., Pittsburgh Penguins at the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Kings are minus 120. Penguins are plus 100. Over-unders at 6.5, both paying off. Minus one ten. Let me uh, throw this one to you to, to close it out. Sure. Yeah, this is one of my favorite bets of the day. Give me the Penguins here, plus one hundred. Line might go up yet because uh, they're on the back to back. And a big factor though is uh, the status of Tristan Jari, and he's the. I think he's questionable tomorrow. And with Casey DeSmith in net tonight, uh, I think who's their back? Their other backup goalie? Uh, Tukarski. Yeah, okay. Well, if it's Jari, I love it more. But even if Tukarski, I'll go to war with him. Um, of course, the, the Kings are the rest team here, and um, they're like the uh, – they have a, a negative goal differential somehow, and they're like uh, – they're within a stone's throw of, of uh, leading the Pacific Division, which is kind of crazy. And, they're the Vikings. Uh, yes, Vikings or the, the Giants, those other fraud teams. They're, they're the Vikings. Ah, <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be a team that I'm going to be fading here in the last uh, third or so of the season. And starting with this one, and Pittsburgh on the back-to-back, but it's it's uh, not very far from uh, Orange County, Anaheim to uh, uh, fucking uh, L.A. So, uh, yeah, and plus they, they just had a, a long rest. They're not going to be too tired. Uh, so, yeah, give me the pens here, plus 100 or better. Uh, I'll play it up to minus one fifteen. Uh, let's see what my number is actually. Minus one of four Penguins, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Pens anyway, <clears throat> up to minus one fifteen. Yeah, Penguins dropped three one after the first period in Anaheim. Should be an easy win for them there. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm the opposite side here. I, I love the Kings here at uh at minus one twenty. Even though they have had a lot of time off, Pittsburgh. On a back-to-back this season is two five and two. And the Kings, yeah, they have that bad goal differential, but they're still in a playoff spot. They're still 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 have a, a lot to play for a big uh, second half. It's, it's like could be the last hurrah here for uh, Kopitar and Dowdy and all those guys. And I don't see any major injuries for the Kings. Uh, Latang is questionable. Jim Ruda could come back, and as you said, Jari. If Jari plays, I don't know if I like the Kings as much, but if, if it's Tukarski. Uh, I, I love the Kings here uh, at home. Fourteen nine and two. Pittsburgh is ten ten and five on the road. Soon to be eleven ten and five. Still under five hundred. So, like the Kings here at minus one twenty and no strong lean on the total. All right. Uh, you got any futures or anything you want to touch on before we get to consensus, consensus plays and close it out? Yeah, it's been long enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, quite a few consensus plays, actually. I mean, we have 14 games, so 
enough there. Uh, we both either lean or bet Canucks plus 120. I, I think I, I just lean that there. Uh, Islanders regulation minus 125 at Montreal. The under in the Predators Flyers game under six minus 120. Uh, yep. at, or did you just did you just completely pass that game? Oh wait, which one? The Flyers game. Oh yeah, that was a pass. You passed definitely. That, that that was just me then. Uh, Edmonton minus one forty over six and a half in that game plus uh, or minus one twenty five. We both like that. Boston regulation minus one fifteen. That seems really low. Uh, value on the Rangers at plus one eighty in Carolina, and then Blackhawks Jets under six and a half. Uh, minus 120 to, to close it out there. That's good. So uh, quite a few consensus plays. Uh, it's the top of the show. Make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gaming Podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Uh, got questions in Discord, downloads and everything on the SGPN feed are great, but make sure you're also downloading on the uh, Hockey Gaming Podcast feed. We, we, we see those numbers better to help us uh, move up the charts and, and get us into more ear holes. So, uh, yeah, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Bill Meyer, and uh, you'll find me um, coughing my lungs out as I get out <laughs> all the phlegm so I can uh, enjoy this uh, fucking weekend without uh, making everyone in the city sick. Gilbert! Gilbert! <laughs>